Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Shatzer Says. This is episode 11, and we're going to call this one Too Smooth for You. And I, my guest today is one of my former students and former football players. The first time I've had someone from the younger generation on my show. And this guy is two-sport athlete. He's an entrepreneur. He's a grad student. He's a college graduate. He is the kind of kid that you want to see grow up and be successful. And I want to welcome to my show today, Isaiah Kelly. Welcome, Isaiah. Thank you for having me. Hey, man. It's, you know, I, I, read, I read your story, and I'm not going to tell your story. I want you to tell your story. But, you know, I follow you on Instagram and follow you on on Facebook. And I'm just, I'm like, man, this kid is really doing some things. And, you know, I, I know I had just a small part in, in your in your maturation and, and growth, but I'm, I'm really happy for your success. So, like, so tell me, man, what, what's going on? Tell me about your, let's start off with high school first. I mean, you were a two-sport two athlete, good student, member of all kinds of clubs, popular. Tell me about high school, man. Um, yeah, so I, as you know, I went to I went to Owen County High School. Um, so I played football and basketball, um, mainly just football. Basketball, basketball didn't work out too well, but so it was mainly just football. Um, but yeah, so I, I played outside of linebacker um, for you for, I believe, two years. You came my junior year. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so and football was really was really a big a big thing for me. I was um, I was fortunate enough to make the all state game, uh, which was really really big for me. So I had I had a few colleges looking at me. Um, my ultimate goal, of course, was to go D one, but that's everybody's goal, so it didn't work out. Um, but yeah, no, so that that was really my thing. I just wanted to play college football, go D one, um, and yeah. So that, unfortunately, I didn't happen. I ended up getting a, a full academic scholarship to NKU, and um, I went I went that route. Well, I mean, if you remember, I mean, I remember this. I, I always brag on this one. I remember you got a few offers to play college football, and K State offered you some money to play and some academic money, and but then you got this offer to play uh, or go up to NKU and get a full academic ride. I was like, I'd say, what's more important, your first, you know, the next four years or the next forty years? And I think that kind of hit home with you because now you're, you know, you're doing some things. So, you know, tell me about NKU. I didn't know much about NKU when I first came here. So tell me about NKU. Um, I liked it a lot. It was a, it was a, it was a good school. I will say when I first came up there, I was really close. I'm naturally just like a shy person. Um, I, I just don't talk a lot naturally until I get to know people and then you can't get me to shut up. But, uh, so when I got up there, I went with my best friend Garrison Simpson, who, who also went to that school, to um, Owen County High School. Um, and it was cool. I liked it. Um, the only thing was my first, I would say my first two years, um, all I cared about was being an athlete. I was like, look, I need it. I'm going to transfer out of here. I'm going to go D1 football. Like that was literally all I focused on was like trying to play college football. Um, and then like once like that kind of phased out, because usually with college football, if you haven't played in a few years, it's kind of hard to, um, at least for people to colleges to look at you. But that was my focus. I was still trying to like send out my huddles and stuff like that. Um, and then eventually, like after my sophomore year, um, I would even try to like do the basketball th route as well. I just wanted to be a college athlete. That was like, that was my big, big um, thing. Um, but it, you know, it was, uh, it provided me a lot of growth, a lot of maturity. Um, I will say there was, it was difficult kind of finding out, you know, my other passions just cause I played, I've always played sports since I was six. And until then I was just always sports. So that was what I was identified. That's what I always identified with. Um, and you know, once I was kind of taken away, it was like, okay, well, what's my, what's my thing now? Um, right. And so, and so then I got into shoes and, you know, it kind of just took off there. I started a business, um, you know, and it, it really just kind of skyrocketed from that point on. 
I got you. Now, you mentioned Garrison Simpson. I remember, you know, I, I had you in class in U.S. history. I had Gary in class. I call him Gary. I always called him Gary. I had Gary in class in U.S. history. Another great kid, athlete, good student, you know, so pleased with him. You know, and, and I forgot he went to NKU with you, and he's a member of Omega Psi, correct? Yeah. Yes, are you are you a member of any kind of organization? Um, no, I see. I was gonna do the fraternity route, didn't found out it wasn't for me. Uh, so I'm actually so I was a part of an organization called uh, Black Men's Organization. So it's about um, really just kind of recruiting and fostering um, African American men on campus, um, and really just providing them a place to go, especially when you have students at uh, PWI. Um, it can be really daunting for uh, minorities a lot of times because they oftentimes they find that they don't have anybody they can uh, relate to or anybody that they can kind of connect with. And so we would, we would provide that um, connection point for those for those men. Um, so that, that, that was a big thing that I was a part of at that time. That's awesome. So you mentioned your business. I mean, I mean, here you are. How old are you? 22 years old. You, uh, you're a you're a CEO of a business, a functioning business, not not a lemonade stand, not a, not a grass cutting service, a full functioning business. Tell me about your business. Right. What is um, it? So, so my business is called Smooth Creations, um, and we focus on customizing shoes um, for businesses as well as individuals. So it's kind of B two B, B two C. And so I started that, and, and I believe so. I started it after my freshman year of college, uh, but I officially acquired my LLC and became like official in July of 2019. So you said B2B and B2C. Let me guess, is that business to business and business to consumer? Yes, it is. Hey, how about me? You know what? I, I, paid, a, <laughs> I paid attention in Mr. Husband's classes. You know, I'm sure Wes Husband will be happy to hear that you're doing some things with business. So smooth creations. So tell me about it. So I bring you a pair of tennis shoes. What are you gonna do for me? Um, so typically we provide the shoes, but um, we do do it that way where people bring us shoes. Um, so typically, you know, it just depends on what you want on the shoe. A lot of times people will be a part of a fraternity or be a part of a football team or um, like their mom has a birthday and they want a picture of their mom on it. So we, we essentially just were able to execute um, designs that people want that is appealing to them at that time. Um, so we have a team, I believe the team is seven um and there's three or four designers so it's not just me customizing the shoes um and so that that's kind of how we execute it so you have people working for you now well they're they're contractors so i don't have i don't have like straight up employees i'm not at that point yet uh by the grace of god i will be at some day but um so essentially i just pay them by the shoe per project um uh, so depending on the, whatever custom it is i'll give them I'm, i may charge the customer 350 400 depending on how complex it is and i'll give i'll give the designer a hundred dollars or you know what i mean just something like that um so we kind of work that way so let's say that i'm a member of the university of alabama football team we just won the national championship on monday i want a pair of shoes from you you could come in and take a pair of shoes and put the trophy on there and the year and the alabama logo and all that stuff and yes sir or if you wanted that for see I've, so i've done cleats for nfl players as well or for an NFL player as well. So um, one was Preston Brown. Um, he played for the Bengals. Uh, he did play for the Raiders. He, he played for U of L as well. Uh, and so we were able to be a part of NFL's My Calls, My Cleats. Initially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that was so we promoted his foundation as well as another um, nonprofit called One in Five in Cincinnati, and they focus on promoting youth mental health awareness. Uh, so we were able to combine his organization, Raiders Colors, and um, one and five as well. Then he wore those in the Raiders versus Titans game. Um, 
So, but like something like that, cleats are, cleats are one of our most expensive things that we customize because you have to make it durable for a football game. And these are yeah. like NFL professional athletes that are like 300 pounds. And you know what I mean? So yeah, you have to make it extremely durable. So, um, you know, we can we can execute different um, different things. And the cool thing about that is we were featured first on the Raiders website. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just really cool different things like that that we're able to do. That's awesome. So, so tell me how you got into this. I mean, you weren't a sneakerhead in high school. I don't remember. I mean, you were just an average kid, kept your head down, did your job. I mean, how, why sneakers? Why not jean jackets? Why not t-shirts? I mean, what, what honestly, drew you to sneakers? I don't, honestly, it was, so you're right. Like in high school, I didn't care. I didn't care about school. Like I didn't, not, I don't want to say I didn't care about school. I, right. about school. I didn't care about clothes or like how I looked. I just like, like I said, I just wanted to play football. I just wanted to play basketball. Like that was, I was just a big athlete kid. So I, I didn't really care about, um, you know, like my parents like that. Um, so after, once I graduated, or I guess right before I graduated, cause you can have a job when you're, you're senior year of high school. So um, I worked at Shoe Carnival. Um, and so the weird thing about Shoe Carnival is I have cool shoes, like they're bad shoes. They're not, they're not, they're not cool shoes, but uh, I don't know, being around shoes 40 hours a week, I completely just fell in love with the idea of shoes. Um, I don't know, I just fell in love with it. Even though they were like weird, lame shoes, I just loved, I just loved it. Um, and so I would go on YouTube and I hate spending money. So I'd go on YouTube and be like, how do I get shoes for cheap? How can I hustle and, and redo shoes and stuff like that? And I came across this kid that was like 12 years old on YouTube and he was like customizing sneakers um, and selling them for like four or $500 a pop. Um, and that sounded really, really good to me, especially going into like my freshman year of college, everyone tells you you're broke. Um, and yeah. when I got to college, you actually are broke. So like, um, that sounded really, really good to me. So. Um, I would just watch a bunch of videos of that dude. I also came across videos of other people like restoring their, um, so they would buy a pair of old shoes, um, restore them and make them look brand new. Um, so they buy a beat up pair of shoes for like $50, make it look brand new and sell for 250. Like it, it would be things like that. And I'd be like, oh wow, this, this is amazing. And I completely was fascinated by it. So um, going into my freshman year, I was like kind of consumed on that aspect. Um, once I got back home after my freshman year, I, I took a job at Walmart. Um, I saved up money and I got the materials myself. And um, I literally was just doing it on my kitchen table um, and in my garage. And it wasn't, of course, there was a money aspect to it, but it was more, I just loved it. It was something that I loved to do. Um, there, I've like, I've literally like stayed up all night doing it before at that time. So I just really loved to do it because I didn't like wearing shoes that other people had. And I knew if I made my own shoe, I, there's nobody that has that. Right. So that that was really the the thought process behind it. So that's a, so really what it is, it's a creative outlet for you. I mean, not that you weren't creative before because you were a great student and you did some good work, but this is a creative outlet for you, like where some people might play the guitar or play the piano or or sing or, or write stories. This is your creative outlet. So mm -hmm. so what, what what's what's your favorite shoe that you've done that you designed yourself? Like what what's your favorite thing that you have? That cleat, I would say. That's that. The re well, the reason that's my favorite is I don't. It's not my favorite design, but it meant a lot to me. Probably uh, primarily because like the NFL, uh, of course. Like if I wanted to play D1 football, of course the NFL was like, oh my gosh. Right. So, uh, and you know, obviously that wasn't a reality, but I think I thought it was really, really cool being able to. I was able to hone in on a craft that got me to you know one of the highest stages, or I think it's the highest stage in sports that we know is the NFL. So. Um, that that was really cool and to be able to see them on the field and the announcers talk about them and stuff like that um no that that honestly meant a lot to me so uh that, that i would say that's my favorite one by far that that's pretty cool I, I i did not know that part about you i must have missed that somewhere along the line so i mean does preston still have those cleats or do you have them now or are they somewhere or? so preston still has those cleats um 
so yeah like he kept them they it has his foundation on it it has the raiders logo on it and the one in five um and like i still i still keep in good good contact with them i just did another pair of shoes for him for christmas um so i i have a real good connection with them so no he still has them that's awesome so i mean this might be a, a segue to other pro athletes said hey man who did your shoes turn them on to you next thing you're doing a, a pair of shoes for juju smith schuster or you know you know ben roethlisberger so who knows i mean so so you so you went to college you started your own business you're doing some things i've noticed you've been in some competitions with your business and you're doing well with those so tell me about those right um so my junior year 2019 um I got introduced into this thing. I'm, I'm gonna give you a whole long story, but it all great. Right so, um, I got so junior year 2019. I was still um, customizing shoes. So after my freshman year, going into my sophomore year, I like took it on as a full fledged hobby. Um, it wasn't anything serious, but some friends and family would see me post on Instagram and be like, "Hey, can you make me some custom shoes?" Um, every once in a while, it wasn't like a huge. It wasn't a huge thing, but I still did it. Um, and so I did that all the way up until 2019, which was my junior year. Um, and then I had a man named Zach Strobel come into my class and tell me about an incubator program, um, which I had no idea what that was. I thought it was something for chickens, but an incubator program, <laughs> it, um, it takes hobbies or business ideas and turns them into full-fledged businesses. Um, so a, a light went off in my head. I applied, I got in. Um, and honestly, they just taught me everything about a business, how to recruit a team, um, like really how to how to push your product out there, your profit margins. And I knew nothing about business because business wasn't something I was ever interested in until this point. Um, so that was just a huge thing. And so it took place the summer of 2019 um, and it was an eight week program. And so after the program, I had made, I believe, six thousand dollars in sales just from then on. So I did. I wasn't making any money, but for some reason, as soon as I started that program, I was making a lot more than what I was at first. 6,000 is a ton, but it was big for me because I was doing this in my dorm room. Um, right. So I was making 6,000 and then um, they decide, we decided to go into um, this business competition. And so the competition is called GSEA, which stands for Global Student um, Entrepreneurs Awards. And it's ran by this company called um, Entrepreneurs Organization, which is it's just a global network of entrepreneurs. So it's this huge network um, all over the world of just entrepreneurs that connect with each other and support each other. And they host regional competitions throughout um, the United States. Well, they hold it throughout the world, but in the United States. So um, there was one in Cincinnati and I decided to compete. Um, I competed against two people from one from, I competed against a grad student. I think it was like, she was, she was studying like NASA, like outer space. So I competed against her and um, she went to the University of Dayton and then another one from the University of Cincinnati. Um, and so I was able to compete. I was fortunate enough to win. And then I got labeled as one of the top 30 student entrepreneurs um, in the nation. And then I went to compete against the other 20 top 29 um, in Silicon Valley. And I was able to uh, able to meet like ESPN analyst Jay Williams. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was able to eat like higher ups of Amazon, some of the CEOs of Google, um, some of the CEOs of Reddit. Um, I even met uh, Bobby Wagner, uh, the Seattle Seahawks um, linebacker I met and took a picture with him and pitched my business and my shoes to him. Uh, so it was just a really, really cool experience. I, I, I was able to, you know, take, I, like I said, I was doing this on my kitchen table and in my garage and um, I was just meeting really, really cool people in Silicon Valley. Um, I competed in the same competition again this year um I'm, i won again so unfortunately i won't be com i won't be traveling but i'll still be competing next month um there's a i also just made the number two business competition in the nation which is the university of baylor 
Um, and I find out if I make top 10, if I make that, I get to compete. I just made the number three competition as well, which is um, TCU. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to do as much. I mean, there's, I don't say it's free money, but there's, there's, there's a lot of support, financial support for businesses and startups. Um, and I think it would be foolish to not even try. So but, well, that, that leads me, that's, that's funny you say that. Cause that leads me to my next question. You know, what made you think, Hey, I can do this. I mean, yeah, you know, you had some sales, you've got some competition, but what really, what's driving you right now? Like what's your ultimate goal with this competition stuff? Like, what are you trying to do here? Honestly, so the ultimate, so what made me want to kind of want to do the competition is um, really just the people at NKU. They really encouraged me. Um, I'm not somebody who likes to talk a lot, um, I, especially I don't like public speaking, but um, I think you better program. You had a demo day where you pitched your business to everybody. There was an audience and everything. Um, and they told me I did really, really well. So they're like, hey, maybe you should do this competition. Um, and honestly, I think what, what motivates me the most, um, there's a lot of things. One, just being a black business owner. Um, I think a big thing in, in the black community is we don't own anything. There's not a lot of black ownership. And my dad, my parents, especially my dad, has always told me how important it is for black people to run and invest in their own business, um, businesses within the community. And so uh, being able to, to be a black business owner can inspire uh, another, the next Isaiah. Um, and so that that's a big point. Um, and so the overall slogan of my company is called Make It Yours. Um, so it's really just fostering self-expression and what you talked about with a creative outlet, um, especially like just with the high school I grew up in, the community I grew up in. I think there was, I didn't have a lot of areas of self-expression. Um, there wasn't a, a lot of outlets to express myself. And I think shoes were a big way for that. Um, and I think the the most satisfying thing is when we customize a pair of shoes and we see like the reaction on the, on the customer's face. Um, and so the really the overarching goal is to really just provide self-expression to everybody. Um, um, but so with Smooth Creations, I want it to be the number one place to go to get your custom apparel goods. So like if you have shoes, shirts, hats, whatever, uh, whatever you wear, we want to provide a creative outlet and creative spin um, for customers to allow them to express themselves on any medium. So that's the goal. That's awesome. You know, and you, and you mentioned your dad. I've known your dad since we moved here. And your dad's a small business owner. He's owned his own, you know, landscaping business. So, you know, he's a great role model to have, you know, and he, he pushed your dad, your, your mom and dad pushed you to be the best student, the best athlete. I mean, they they were great people to work with because they're like, if Isaiah was getting a B in U.S. history, your mom wants to know why is Isaiah Kelly getting a B and not an A. I mean, you know, and that's that's great. That's a great role models to have at home. You know, I wish more kids had that, but you know, that's I'm sure they're very proud of you so far. So, so where do we go from here with Smooth Creations? I mean, you, you have contractors. You say your next goal is to start hiring an actual team of employees. Like, how many people work on the day to day of Smooth Smooth Creations? Um, so typically on the day to day, I would say about three of us. Um, so we have so basically our positions are. Um, we have two customizers and then me, so I guess you could say three, but I kind of, obviously I'm, I, I run it. So I see every, I do everything. Um, and then we have a designer. Um, so all, all of our logos, a lot of our photos, um, different things like that. If you look at our Instagram, um, or our colors, that's created by our designer. So he just makes sure that we, um, we appear good graphically. Um, especially with custom shoes, like, like I said, they're like two to five hundred dollars or whatever like they better look good visually so yeah um, you put them on instagram or when you go to our website we want to communicate that like hey we customize shoes so it needs to be bright it needs to be colorful um and so he really focuses on making sure that we look good in that aspect um and then additionally we have a um a photographer and a videographer so 
um, we have a few YouTube videos. We kind of gotten off that path just because we got really busy, especially with this last year, kind of, you know, screwed a lot of things up for us. Um, but so, yeah, we a lot of our Instagram, Twitter, everything. He takes a lot of our photos and um, does a lot of videos. Um, and then we have a developer. So I don't know if you've been to our website, but you I can have. actually you can go and customize your own shoe. Um, and so he actually made he added that function. He made that. Um, and so he oversees that and makes sure that's running smoothly. And then lastly, we have an operations coordinator who kind of um, makes, honestly makes sure that the business is running properly. If we get 500 orders, which hasn't happened yet, but um, we our largest order has been 17. So for example, with this 17 order, she'll communicate with the company, um, just continue to have those constant updates with the company and make sure that all of our processes are in order to, to get shoes out fast. So you're basically reinvesting the money you make back into your company, which all yeah. good entrepreneurs should do, but you're also hiring people out and, and keeping other people at work. And especially in this time of uncertainty of our economy, you're, you're putting other people to work. So you're reinvesting and you know, you're doing things the right way. So, you know, we, we talked last week and you, you're not only doing smooth creations, you also have some other businesses as well that you do. What else are you doing? Um, you're doing the web design, correct? Oh yes, 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 yes. Sorry. I, I I look at that differently. So yes, I do. So my major in um, college that I graduated with was computer informatics and computer science. Um, and so there, I really honestly fell in love with web design. So if you go to our website, which is smithcreations.com, I made that and I continually update that. That's that's a big role that I focus on on a day to day is making sure the website's running smoothly. Um, so yes, that's that's a huge passion of mine. I'm actually I actually have five website clients like currently um so hopefully six after today but um, <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that's something I, I focus on a lot and um that's that's another passion of mine i love web design um just design in general i think i think is something that i, I really enjoy and you know if, if we go back five six years ago when you were in high school i had no idea that you had this kind of talent or you know ability not that you didn't lack it but i just I, it wasn't expressed like you said you didn't have the the fancy tennis shoes or the fancy stuff you were just a normal kid you know yeah. so well, I didn't just, I didn't, it just wasn't a thing. I didn't think about it. Like I said, it was, um, I just wanted to play football. I, you know, I just want to play football. I just want to play basketball and that. And I think uh, like, I obviously I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I think I was so consumed with that, that I never, you know what I mean? I never got to, I never like explored other options. And I, I think that's the beautiful thing about college. It just gave me that opportunity. That's awesome. So it's smooth S M O O V E creations. Make sure people get that right because you know some people might look up smooth creations don't find it but it's smooth creations that's why the title of our episode is too smooth for you you know i did a little play on on the name and and then numbers trying to be creative myself but you know so what's the future plans of smooth creations like what you know what what's your end game here are you trying to take this i mean everyone wants to be everyone wants to be a millionaire and wants to be a, a worldwide company but i mean what what's the growth for this do you think like how how big can you get um Honestly, I think I think there's very high growth. Like I kind of like what you said, like with everybody wanting to be the next Uber or whatever it is. Right. Um, I really think not saying that I can't. I just also think that's like obviously unrealistic. Um, to me, man, like honestly, I just I just want to wake up every day and love what I do. Um, like for example, when we were in high school and you were my football coach, I could tell that you loved coaching. You loved football. Like you loved being grounded. Yeah, I could just tell, even if you were mad, I could just tell, like, he like he would not want to be anywhere else. Like, this is where he wants to be. And that's that's my goal. Like, I, I just want to wake up every day um, and, and love my job, love what I do. Um, and I think I think the growth will kind of take care of itself. But of course, I do. I do want to, you know, build that empire, build that company. Um, 
And I think honestly, we're just going to focus on e-commerce, making sure people can buy shoes through our website. Um, we may have one store retail location and, um, you know, that may be in the works. We've had a couple of places offer us a, store, a retail store um, twice now. Um, so it, it may be a thing, but I think kind of just, you know, loving what I do, being happy with where I'm at. Um, and, and I think the success will come with that. I mean, that's the most important thing, loving what you do. I mean, I do love teaching. I do love coaching. But, you know, I'm loving doing these podcasts because I'm reaching out to people that, you know, me and you might see each other in LaGrange downtown and be like, hey, I say, how you doing? Hey, coach. And that's the extent of our conversation because we're both busy doing things. This has a chance now for me and you to sit down and talk about what you're doing. And like I said, this this podcast is not about me. This podcast is about, you know, showing you and you promoting yourself, which I think you're doing a great job with, you know. Um, and this, it's, it's a, it's a lot of work for what you're doing. I mean, you're a, you're 22 years old. You're the CEO, if you will, of a company or you're, you're doing e-commerce, you're doing nationwide work and you're in a good location. Cincinnati's a big city. Louisville's a big city. You're in, in the middle of two cities. Who knows how far it could go? You know, maybe when you make it to New York city, you might be really big time. You know, I always joke, you know, Ooh, New York city, you know, that's big time. So, you know. What, what other businesses are you interested in besides, I mean, let's say Smooth Creations takes off and, and you're doing some good things. Is that all you want to do the rest of your life or are there other things that you want to do? Um, honestly, no, I don't, I don't think that'll, I don't think that's the only one just because I have other passions. Um, so I think, so the web design, I do think that's something that I don't want to start like a marketing business or anything like that, but I do think web design and doing websites for clients is something that I'm always going to do. Um, just cause of course it's a good side hustle, but I, I genuinely just love making websites. I love taking, um, and I remember when I was in like class and I kind of, I took like my first web design class. Um, we were like doing a lot of coding, but like to see it pop up in the internet browser and like, Oh, like I just made that, you know what I mean? Like that to me, that's like, oh, it's just so cool to me. I love, I love that aspect. Um, and honestly there's been, I think there's been other talks of businesses with my friends. So I don't know if you remember Ishmael Jones. I do. Um, he played basketball garrison. So those are my those are my two best friends, and um, primarily the two people I keep up with in high school. So they're talking about starting a clothing brand. Um, I, I don't know how like if we're actually going to go into it, but I know it's definitely in the works when we're actually talking about that. Um, and, and and it'll be a black focused on like kind of black excellence. So it'll be a black clothing brand. Um, just because those those are that's another thing I'm passionate about and something that we all three share that we're all three very passionate about. Um, so no, I definitely do have other aspirations. Uh, smooth creations is something that I want to always continue doing, but um, kind of like with podcasting, I even have my own podcast, the Custom Sneaker Podcast. So there, there's definitely other things that um, I, I want to focus on and I want to grow. That's awesome. You know, I remember Ishmael Jones. He was probably one of the most high academic kids in Oldham County High School. I mean, this dude took like every AP class, and he, <laughs> he had a, you know, he had, a, he had a sister as well too, correct? You know, dude, his whole family is like he has a he has a sister and a brother, um, like. They're like perfect scores on their ACTs, like yes. Yeah. I remember we, we tried we tried to get Ishmael Jones to come out and play football because he was a he was a dynamic athlete. I mean, he played basketball and we tried to get him to play football, but I mean he was so busy academically that you know I saw his yeah. schedule one time. So I think I had him in study hall or something. I was like, my God, this kid has like four AP classes. I'm like, where's where does he have fine time to like eat and you know sleep? But you know, yeah. you're, you're you're surrounding yourself with the right people, people that you've known for a while, people who are successful in the classroom, people who are successful in the real world. That's the formula that people don't realize that surround yourself with good people. You know, don't just latch on to someone who might have easy money. Latch on to people who have the same dreams and desires as you, which I think, you know, that's a great plan. So, you know, what what do you want to what do you want to wrap up with? Isaac? I don't want to hold you up. I know you're busy. I mean, you're a, you're a grad student right now, correct? Tell me about that. I mean, another thing on the plate. 
Um, so with that, that kind of happened like through the incubator. So winning competitions, I um, I generated notoriety for my school and for the school's business program, um, just naturally, just because I was I've been on the I've been featured on the news multiple times. Um, I've just been really blessed, like with with um, with like a great community that supports me and, and definitely uplifts me. So I've been featured on the news a couple of times, um, and so they actually offered me a grad assistantship, which means that I get to. Um, go to get my MBA, pursue my MBA for free. But um, in exchange, I also work for the company. I mean, I work for um, NKU. So um, there I work and I, um, I execute um, websites for local businesses here that need help. Um, so they reach out to uh, <laughs> NKU um, Business Center um, and um, they ask if they have, especially with COVID, if they have, you know, any issues going on with their websites or if they need a brand new website, um, you know, I'm, that's that's something that I oversee. So uh, still with more websites, but yes, I am in grad school, um, currently on my second semester and my focus is in data analytics and marketing. Oh my gosh, data analytics. I mean, when you when we talked before, I had to look it up what that was. I'm like, oh my God, this guy's looking at numbers all day. And I'm like, I would drive me crazy, you know? And, you know, my <laughs> wife is saying, she loves numbers. She works in property management. She's always looking at budgets and this and that, projections and data. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm not that smart. You know, I'm just a, you know, I'm just a regular dude. But I mean, you really have to be, I mean, how do you budget your time? I mean, you, you're running a business, you're running a couple businesses. Sounds like you're, you're a grad student. You still want to be a, a a person i mean where do you find the time to do everything i mean you've really learned how to budget your time yeah I, I, that's something i've learned like my parents always taught me that in high school just budgeting my time um because like taking ap classes and having sports and everything i kind of learned at a young age um but no it, it's i'm not gonna lie to you it's really hard <laughs> like i uh so for example yesterday i was doing shoes so i woke up at nine i, I was doing shoes from nine till 8 p.m that's what i did yesterday and today I will probably pretty much, obviously not till nine, um, but today I will pretty much do close to the same thing. Um, so, you know, there, there are times where you have to, just cause we have a big order, but there are times where I do have to dedicate those times um, to, you know, really just crank out shoot as much shoes as I can. Um, and sometimes the cool thing about being an MBA student and um, being an online MBA student is that it, I, the schedule is mine. I um, execute all the, the my schoolwork has to be done by Sunday at midnight. And so I have until Sunday at midnight to do all my work. And so I definitely use utilize that time wisely. Um, but yeah, no, I do. I do love playing video games. I, I love working out. There's times where I, I do try to, you know, at the end of the day, I always trying to find something that I want to do myself. Um, and but yeah, no time management, especially now, that's something that I'm still still working on. That's awesome. Man. I mean, just I mean, it's such a great success story and, and not just because I know you personally, but even people who like in Pennsylvania or North Carolina or, or some of my friends or whoever's listening to this show, you know, as, as our as our listenership grows, maybe one of these people might be like, hey, I heard you on Coach Schatzer's uh, podcast. I want a pair of shoes for my son. I mean, I hope that's the case where someone contacts you and says, do a pair of shoes for my son. I heard you on Mike Schatzer's podcast. That would make me feel like, hey, we did something right. So hopefully that's going to happen. I mean, you know, your, your story is just unparalleled success at an early age. And I hope you keep reaching for the for for the best that, that you can do. Um, I'm, I'm jealous. I mean, that you have such talent and ability. I mean, you know, I, I can draw stick. I can draw X's and O's on a, on a whiteboard and I can draw stick figures. But, you know, I can't do much else artistically. But, you know, what you're doing is simply amazing just with your time. I mean, you know, I have my bachelor's degree and I'm happy about that. And I've taken some online grad courses and they're hard. So you're, mm -hmm. you're going through the, you're going through the MBA program, you're running a businesses 
and you're still finding time for yourself. That says a lot about the person that you are. So I want to commend you on that. So what's one last thing? Like tell tell us your give me your links. Tell tell the listeners what your Instagram is. What's your you know everything that so they can get a hold of you. Tell, awesome. What do we you know what do we got? So you can find um, of course the business at just at the business website smoothcreations.com. Um, and so our Instagram is smooth underscore creations. Our Twitter is just smooth creations. Um, Facebook's the same thing, smooth creations LLC. Um, and then we have LinkedIn as well, which is also just smooth creations. Um, but if you want to contact me personally, um, you can of course reach me at Isaiah Kelly 19 at gmail.com. Um, that's I S A I A H, or you can um, go to customer support at smooth creations.com. Uh, right. Or you can reach out to me here at, at Shatzer says, and, and I'll, I'll put you in touch with Isaiah. If you're looking for some, some custom shoes for your, for yourself or whoever, I mean, and if you're, you know, hopefully you'll get a big name athlete to say, Hey, this, this dude does all my shoes. I mean, all it takes is one music artist. All it takes is one athlete to, you know, vouch for you and boom, it, it, it just goes, you know, systematically. So that's all, all it matters. For sure. For sure. Yeah. No, um, it's especially with the athletes. I think, um, even another story I forgot to tell was, um, so I don't know if you've heard of WWE. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we, <laughs> so we did, uh, we also just recently did shoes for Brian Cage, which I don't think he's in the WWE now. He was at one point. I think he's in the AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that, so that, yeah, that, that was another, um, another thing. He has like 200,000 followers. So that like promoted us as well. So the athletes, that's a big, that's a big thing that I definitely want to pursue. I hear you. Well, you know, we're, we're going to do an episode in a, in a week or two about pro wrestling. So I hope you, you have to check it out. We're doing a little little roundtable battle royal. I mean, I'm still a Ric Flair guy and I'm still, you know, the old timey wrestlers. But this this that AEW, that's on like TV now. Like you can see it on. It's on like TNT or something like that. So, you know, I'll look for this this cage guy and, and look for his shoes. And so you, you did a pair of his wrestling boots and you did a, a what'd you put on them? Um, so I put his like I guess his wrestling name is Wolverine in the machine. Yeah, I don't like I guess that's his <laughs> so, so we put, we put that on because he has like the Wolverine chops. Like he has the yeah. Um, so yeah, we put that on a pair of shoes, and then um, so yeah, he wanted the Wolverine claws, and then like the Terminator eye because like Wolverine in the machine, I guess. So right. So it was it was it was a really fun experience, but like he has over two hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Um, and like it promoted, a, like it gave us like thousands of dollars in revenue just by doing his shoes because other people. That's, so hey, I mean, you, you never know where you never know where it's going to come from, right? Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, listen, Isaiah, I want to thank you for joining my show today. Continued good luck to you in the future. And if there's anything I can do for you, I don't know what I can do for you, but if there's anything I can do for you, brother, feel free to reach out. That's awesome, man. Thank you for having me on. It was good to catch up for sure. You too, Isaiah. I will talk to you soon. Everyone, check out smoothcreations.com. If you're looking for customized tennis shoes or whatever, let me know. Let Isaiah know. He will he will do a good job for you. But if you need website design, I mean, this guy's multi-talented. He probably could cook you breakfast if you want him to. Too. I don't know what your, <laughs> what your culinary skills are because it is, you know, we're, we're doing this. I mean, him and I have tried to catch up for about two weeks now. He's always so daggum busy that uh, here we caught up in the morning and, and doing our show. So, you know, thanks again, Isaiah, for joining me. Tell your mother and father I said hello. And continue to do luck to you in 2021. It's going to be a big year for you, I'm sure. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy just to be a small part of it. And, you know, good luck to you again, sir. Awesome, man. Thank you for having me. All right, bud. So there you go, fans. 
That's my man, Isaiah Kelly, CEO of Smooth Creations. So if you're looking for customized tennis shoes, please look them up on Instagram, look them up on Facebook, Smooth Creations, S-M-O-O-V-E Creations. Let them know that I sent you. Thanks again for checking out my podcast. I want to wish everyone a safe and happy 2021 as we transition into this new year. And remember, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Goodbye, everybody.